0: Welcome to Wed Talk MT.
1: Welcome to Wed Talk MT. I'm Kayla. I'm Nico.
0: And we're a husband and wife team that loves everything about weddings.
1: Join us for this episode to be inspired and to learn more about the wedding world in Montana.
2: Boo! Alright, now say Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. (laughs) Oh yes! My crisp, refreshing Fiji water compliments of Wed Talk MT. Future sponsor of Wed Talk MT, Fiji. There's there's no snare in my headphone.
0: No snare. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's get started. So we have Mr. Gary Carson with freaking awesome DJ services here with us today. And we're super excited. He's a good friend of ours. I worked with him a long ass time ago. I feel like, well, it was like only a few years over at T-Mobile, the mobile of the T's. <laughs>
1: That's how you met Gary, and since then, we just got to explore a lot about what we do, and it's just been really great, so we just really want to thank you, Gary, for coming over here and just sharing a lot about what you love doing, and we're just excited to have you here, so thank you, Gary. Yeah, thank you, man. So yeah, Kayla's already giggling about cuz she Gary makes Kayla giggle sometimes.
0: <laughs> Gary makes me always giggle.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to have to we're going to have to edit out the awkward parts for later. I mean, we can save this part where I say we're going to edit out the awkward parts, but like the real awkward stuff we're going to chop that out in the long pauses, so. Yeah, so so we'll this is going to be like an hour and a half podcast and
1: we're going to condense it down to 20 minutes. Yes, yeah, so with all the with all the jump cuts, we'll we'll make sure of that. but so thank you again Gary for coming today and we really wanted just to get started from like your origins and get to know more about your background story of what makes you you know love DJing and what got you started on that I would love to hear more about um like yeah what really got you passionate about starting to to DJ
0: yeah I don't think I've ever heard this story how, how you got started so I'm excited to hear this
2: okay and that you're totally being genuine but that sounded made up like like <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this like that's something that your friend's wife says like after you've told a story for like 400 times
1: <laughs> oh it's
2: interesting I don't think I've ever heard this but nope
0: it's definitely genuine I have never <laughs> heard this
2: <laughs> so uh I was uh, I was always interested in poetry when I was younger and then that turned into songwriting in my late teens And I was in several unsuccessful bands, and uh, being in a band sucks. You've just got to, like, depend on other people. But I kept thinking, like, well, one thing that happens is good musicians, they move around, they end up, like, losing instruments or having to sell it or whatever, you know, just because they can't take it. And so drummers always lose their drum sets. And uh, guitarists pretty well keep their guitars, but in terms of PAs and amps, they never have that stuff. So I thought, you know, if I just start filling my house with this music gear, then, you know, I can have some good musicians. So I bought a drum set. I don't know how to play the drums, but I'm like, if I have a drum set, a drummer will appear. You know, if you build it, they will come. So uh, (laughs) I got a friend who's uh, really whiz-bang at the drums and another friend that was great at guitar. And, you know, we started getting our band going. And so my house was like the music house and had these big speakers in it. And so then people started asking me not to play their weddings, of course, because it was, like, a pretty heavy band. Of course. But they're <laughs> like, can you plug an iPod into that thing? And, you know, I know what you can get me for our wedding present. You can be the DJ, you know. They're like, you have the personality for it. You should do it. So I started slowly doing gigs. And each time I did a gig, whatever money I got from that, I invested in more stuff to, you know mm-hmm. – be able to DJ more, and I started booking events, and I started booking so many, I was like, I'm actually going to get in trouble if I don't, you know, start a company and and incorporate and file taxes on this money, you know, I have a business now, I have a DJ business, my band kind of broke up, and you know, I ended up getting rid of the drum set and all that other stuff, and just kept building building up my DJ gear, and so that's how I started, it was referral work off of doing friends' weddings.
0: Nice, so... How many years have you been doing this then?
2: Uh, I think...
0: Like, how long ago was that?
2: I think that was like 2008.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: So, so. and then, and then uh, I don't know, 2007 or 2008 was probably my first gig, and they were pretty sparse in the beginning years. It wasn't yeah. enough to, you know, really need to report, you know, I was doing it for free. But then when I started booking the work off of that work, you know, getting referral business for weddings the coming years... Uh, that's when i started and i was going to be called billings digital sound oh
0: oh my god well i mean that's cool i mean off on that same topic i've always wondered how you even created the name freaking awesome like it's such a legendary name i feel like around here you need me talking to the mic more (laughs) like it's such a it's such a bold name because a lot of people you know don't really say freaking so i think it's a very bold name so how did you create that name
2: So I was talking with a friend, and I'm like, yeah, I got this DJ business. Everybody loves me. I got this figured out. I'm going to be the greatest DJ ever. (laughs) And um, I'm going to call it Billings Digital Sound. (laughs) And he's like, Billings Digital Sound? He's like, really? You're going to be Billings Digital Sound? He's like, that'd be great if you were a plumber. You want to be best plumbing, (laughs) you know? And he's like, like, you don't want to be like a DJ name. When somebody hears your DJ name, they should say, that's freaking awesome. And then he's like, you should call it freaking awesome. He's like, I'm sure it's taken, but you should call it freaking awesome. And I scrubbed the web for it, and there were no DJs referring to themselves as freaking awesome. <laughs> and so I went and I did it, and I come to the Chamber of Commerce, and yeah. I'm like, "My, you know, I'm the freaking awesome DJ. And they're like, <laughs> oh, well, that's unprofessional because yeah, that's, yeah. that's a substitute for the F word, you know. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it's a word of its own. If you grew up in the 80s and 90s, like mm-hmm. – if something's freaking awesome, that's not that's not a swear to me. That's a word all on its own. It's not a it's not a substitution to me. It never was. Right. And I did get a lot of pushback from it, but after a while when I didn't go away, people were like, "Okay. Yeah, freaking awesome, it's fun to say. I get it, you yeah. know."
0: It's very bold and you need to make bold things like when you're a business owner. So I think choosing your name was hella bold. So I think that's really cool. I've always looked up to you for choosing that name
1: yeah freaking awesome it makes you think of cool things like you said it's it's bold and it's it's big so and i think you do like to be different in that way and try to step away from the norm from what usually people are doing and be freaking awesome right so that's really cool. Now we get got to learn a little bit more about how Gary got started and after that, after you got started with the referrals and stuff, did you feel like weddings was what you really enjoyed doing as opposed to, you know, playing other other types of events or things like that? Or what what do you really like um about weddings and the event?
2: Uh so um in particular when it came to weddings uh, you don't have to be a super talented DJ in terms of technical skills in order to do a wedding. And I was terrified because I named my company Freaking Awesome and I wrapped this van in this gaudy hot pink wrap, you know? And I just always felt people were, like, judging me for it. They're like, do you want to tell him or should I? Like, <laughs> that you're not... Like, you're not quite there yet, dude. You're thinking a little highly of yourself, calling yourself freaking awesome. So I wanted to make sure that the experience was great. And the thing about weddings is, it's all about song choice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you you don't have to know how to DJ at all. I was a point and click DJ when I started out. I had playlists and I would just eliminate the gap a little bit in between to keep the dance floor going. And, uh, you know, I did take a lot of requests. Um, I would always look for the one person in the room that was like the leader. You know, you can always tell who's going to take charge. And I would go chat with that person and I ask them what song they want to hear. And then if I played it and we got good reaction, then, you know, I'd like buy him a drink at the bar or something right. and be like, hey, that was a great choice. You let me know if you want to hear anything else. Right. And I'd, I'd let these people DJ it for me because there's one person <laughs> that knows everybody in that room. And I go and I search up the songs and uh, and put them on and it worked out. So. Yeah. So that that's kind of how I did it. And I mean, I liked doing it uh, because I didn't feel like, you know, there was this challenge, like if I was going to DJ a club or if I Mm -hmm. was going to put on a podcast that I actually need to know how to mix because I was still learning all that in the first couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it would be so hard, like trying to read a crowd like I when we do go to weddings and I watch other DJs, it's just I don't know how you guys do it, honestly. Like, it's it's crazy to me. Um, so I guess that brings to my next question. A lot of the times when brides are thinking about getting a DJ, especially, like, if you're budget-friendly, a lot of people think that a DJ isn't needed at weddings anymore. So what...
1: Or we'll just have, like, our cousin or uncle do yeah. it and just have an iPod plugged in into a speaker or something like that.
0: Yeah, so what... <laughs> what am I trying to say? I guess I'm just trying to say, like, what? why do you think people need a DJ at their wedding?
2: Well, you know, I think pictures are ultimately very important. Mm-hmm, right? And I think that that's something that people should spend probably the most money on is their photography package because those pictures are going to last forever. Yep. However, if you underspend on your DJ and your DJ makes everybody mad and they leave, (laughs) you're gonna have a whole lot of pictures of people frowning, just kinda, you can tell they're (laughs) a little bit pissed off. And then like towards the end of the night, you're gonna have all these pictures of like these sad empty dance floors and you know, bouquet toss with like four people at it. And so that's kind of where I think a DJ comes in is that nothing will make people leave a party faster than a bad DJ. Now, um, a, 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 a passable DJ is fine, Passable food is fine, you know passable wedding decor is fine. Uh, I think the little touches, the flowers and the nicer mm-hmm. venue and the decorating, it does kind of set the mood, but uh, you just you don't want to kick people out of your wedding by by annoying them or making them feel overlooked or like consistently the wrong songs are being played at the wrong time right And it and that's why I think it's vital. Um, plus, Gaps in music you don't you don't want to give people a reason to step off the dance floor if they don't want to so uh, flow is really important and you know a a playlist can't can't set the flow they can't pace the event.
0: Exactly. And you have so much music knowledge and your uncle, your grandpa, whoever else that you're going to hire that's not a DJ doesn't understand like all the different types of music that are out there, what works for other weddings, right? Like, that's how I feel. Like if you're a professional in the DJ business, like you have been for so many years, I feel like you've seen songs that work and see songs that don't work for certain things where your uncle may not. So I think that's
1: kind of cool. Yeah, that's good. Dane good, uncles. Good touch. <laughs> the one question I wanted to ask and just about billings in particular, Gary, how how have you seen like the change or progress of when you started DJing and how DJs looked back then as opposed to 2021 and how what DJs are bringing now to the table because like since we since COVID, you know, we don't really have big big concerts or big events that people can go to and enjoy some really good music at, but weddings are really kind of the only few things that we're still able to gather and enjoy something and have a DJ or a musician show up and have some fun. What have you seen in like the last, you know, 10 years, over 12 years that you've been doing this now? What, what are DJs bringing for events that kind of make, make the event, you know, as a whole better?
2: Um, so there are, um, (laughs) there's an abundance of led lighting effects back when I first started, everybody still had par cans. A lot of the lights were incandescent. They got hot. They took a lot of power Mm -hmm. and, um, led lights were just becoming affordable. So it's one of the first purchases that I made. And, um, I think that did set things apart because a lot of people just weren't bringing lighting at the time. And now that it's super affordable, you can get You can get like a like a light bar that has an entire light show installed on it for like five hundred dollars. And so um now pretty much everybody has some form of lighting. And so what I'm noticing now is that it's inexpensive to add all these effects. Some of these effects are ninety-nine dollars a piece. And so DJs like lights and the light shows start growing, and then they start fighting with the photographers that they're putting putting red dots and blue dots and green dots mm-hmm. on everybody. And um, and then these sound-activated programs, they all kind of run, uh, you know, they do one thing, so a slow song, and you've got all these crazy blinking lights. And uh, um, like I said in one of my promo videos, it starts looking less like a wedding and more like a Griswold Christmas. And so um, I, think, I think the next uh, – uh, I think the next step really is now that, all right, we have access to all these exciting effects. Yeah. Let's be classy with it. Let's mm-hmm. tone it down. Let's put some thought into how we set up our lights in order to make the atmosphere better. And then let's communicate with the photographers that, hey, if these things are running on on one program and, you know, my more basic packages just include uh, – sound controlled lighting, we communicate with the photographer. And these are the times that I'm just turning the thing off. You know, so these lights are going to go out and this is what it's going to look like and be ready to adjust for your light. Because Mm -hmm. if it's a photo op, I'm pulling the lights. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, with intelligent lighting and, you know, some of my bigger packages, I can just change the lighting color to white and then the light kind of helps enhance uh, enhance the photographs, you know, because you have more light in the room. But um, if you don't have that, just my advice to any DJ, or if you're hiring a DJ, say, hey, could you, you know, get in touch with the photographer and decide when the lights should be on and when they should be off, because you don't want those wedding photos tainted.
0: Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: That's smart. Super you smart. Some smart to think about communication and preparation with the vendors ahead of time. So that's that's a good thought. Which uh, takes me to the next question, um, which is mostly for like couples and stuff. What What would one piece of advice just in general or even in in your particular industry, which is the DJ part of things, what what advice would you give to brides and grooms that are planning their wedding? Just what's the best piece of advice you can give them in general?
2: Um, I'm not going to make a lot of friends saying this, but (laughs) but don't let anybody shame you in into, you know, blowing your wedding budget. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't. It is nice to throw a great party for your friends and your guests. And in my opinion, your wedding is not for you and everybody in the wedding industry. And this is kind of one of my pet peeves. They're like, this is your special day. It's the one day that's all about you. And that is total crap. It is about your guests. If your wedding is all about you, it's going to be just you. If you don't entertain your guests and and make them happy, right? So you want to do your best to make your guests comfortable, but if you have less money and more time and you're you're networked well and have some good friends you can get some help on some things you don't have to hire a professional for everything you know i definitely think that you should spend as much as you can afford on photos and you should get a competent dj and there are some beginners that are really good you know and and they're charging uh ridiculously low rates and providing a decent experience if you're It doesn't matter what your DJ costs. As long as they have a good head on their shoulders, it doesn't matter what their skill level is, as long as they're conscientious and they care about your guests. So so don't think that you have to have you know, it seems these days weddings are probably minimum twenty-five thousand, and they can be as much as a hundred thousand. You don't have to have that twenty-five thousand-dollar wedding for everybody to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I put my wedding on, and it cost us eight thousand dollars, and uh, that was ten years ago. And people still talk about how much fun they had. And if I had it to do over again, I would have. Uh, I would have definitely focused uh, more on photos, and um, I probably would have um, not DJed it myself by having my friends run my gear, <laughs> uh, you know, that added a little bit of uh, personality to the tight-knit group. They knew the people, but uh, they, were, they were awesomely bad. DJs my friends were they played the songs that everybody wanted to hear but they were way too interested they found the sound effects buttons Oh my and you know they're just like hitting buttons and airplanes (laughs) are landing and like cars are honking and stuff I didn't even know my DJ software had that but they found out that there was this and so like every song there was like airplane noises or something in between it and they were just getting on the mic like way too much like radio DJs it was fun though (laughs) It was, cool. I, I mean, I mean, like, like it was, a, it was a small group of people. We had like 175 people attend. It wasn't a huge wedding, and you know, the core group was kind of there. Yeah, uh, it was kind of there at the end. And I actually left my wedding early. Um, and uh, I heard everybody stayed until like midnight. So the DJs did a decent job. You know, I had my <laughs> friends filling in for me, running my gear. Uh, but uh, they did a decent job because they had good rapport with the crowd. Good. and so. Um, you know, rapport with the crowd can, can make up for it. So, uh, that's, that's my advice. I mean, I guess I'm really rambling, but you don't have to spend a ton, uh, find the things that are most important to you and find the things that are going to make your guests comfortable and, and go ahead and spend on that. You know, people say that food is very important, you know, so make sure you give people a good meal because a lot of people come for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know don't don't go into a ridiculous amount of debt you know yep. Yep. this is I highly agree with that. this is this is not your wedding isn't this um omen or sign or like forecast of what your of what the rest of your married life together is it's a party for your friends to enjoy the fact that you're getting married yep and 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 that's it so yeah so
0: that's some,
1: that's some good advice eight. that's one wedding that I would have loved to have been a part of, but yeah, I, I wish didn't. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's awesome. Back when in two thousand, when did you guys get married, 2011.
0: Oh, 2011. I was say 2012 I almost got my math
1: right. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so that's I we missed that one.
0: My question <laughs> is, since you've been doing this for so long, what's your favorite part about what you do?
2: Um, <clears throat> so I would say my favorite part. Uh, I've gotten into trying to synchronize the light show with the music. And so I'd say my favorite part, it's mind-numbingly boring to program a light show, you know, (laughs) just to come up with, you know, because you've got 40, 50 effects and you've got to tell them all what to do each step. And it can take, uh, took me 40 hours to program my first show. So it's it's mind-numbingly boring, but the effect that you can have when you combine the sound and the light together uh it's it's pretty intense you know and if you can you can find uh play on words with the song if they mention a color and you shift to that color um being able to use the lights to alert everybody we've all been in that situation where the dj starts talking and somebody's you know in the corner having a conversation and they didn't notice and so a lot of times I'll cue people with lights so I'll throw all the lights to like a red and then bring them up to white and then get on the mic mm-hmm. because it's kind of that visual cue that like oh something different is happening here yeah. and so I just I I like the fact that I can control the lights with the computer and that I can integrate it into the show and so that's that's probably probably my favorite part is just getting that getting that reaction that this is something that we haven't seen before and you know we're getting a special experience, you know. Yeah.
0: So when you say program, let's say if I'm a bride and I'm like, hey Gary, I love all your like light stuff that you're doing, and I want you to come to my wedding. Um, and when you say program, so when you program the lights, like do you like program that before the wedding or like every wedding's so different? So what does that look like?
2: So uh, what you do is you set scenes. So I have thousands right. of scenes of all different combinations and then you you string them together into a program and so you have a program for slow songs you have a program for intense songs then you have modifiers you know if the drop's coming you hit this modifier and this nice chase scene goes and so some of the programming you're doing you're taking pre-made palettes and you can switch between any palette Mm -hmm. as needed so you can manually control the lights or you can switch between sets of scenes yeah and and then with the moving headlights uh you can utilize those so like for the entrance right Uh, um, go into the venue early and uh aim the lights at the cake table and where the bride and groom are coming in and the head table and all of these other places so you need to draw attention to something and you push a button and this is the cake cutting scene and we've spotlighted the cake table and so that's another way (laughs) that you can customize and program
1: things and what we're talking about here is like dmx lighting right because yeah gary's pretty into the dmx lighting and the different stuff that you can achieve with that so that's that's really cool
0: i think i think your knowledge of lights is crazy and i don't i think that's what sets you apart from all the other djs in town is all of your your light knowledge because i can't really think of another dj in town that really specializes in lights so i think that's really really cool
2: Oh, I mean, there are uh, there are a couple actually. So um, I'll give a shout out to uh, DJ MK. Shout he's, out! He's uh, <laughs> uh, he's a video DJ, and all of his lights are DMX programmed, okay. and um, and he tries to do custom scenes and everything for everybody. And I'm pretty sure Nate Benefit also has uh, uh, has some light programming available, and uh, and they both do bring a pretty impressive setup. Um, MK with the, with the video DJing and then Nate having his custom booth right. and just his general knowledge of being a rock star for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they both, they both put on, uh, put on a great show as well. But, uh, yeah, it is something that I like to focus on cause I nerd out on things.
0: No. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's cool. So that, that reminded me a little bit about too, like, uh, your style of DJing, which is, you said that when you started, you were like a push play DJ, Um, and I've seen you DJ at several weddings and sometimes you've come with us and it's been awesome. And how you like to DJ is a lot of like beat matching and then blending the one song to the next, just so it's kind of smooth. And instead of like an abrupt transition, you like to, you know, make it so it sounds well. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, when you guys talk about push play... I'm sure a lot of brides out there have no idea what that means. So tell us what push play is.
2: So, yeah, I mean, if you're just pressing play on the songs, which really ultimately is what DJs do, we press play on a song. <laughs> but um, uh, what what you want to do is at least eliminate the gap between them. But uh, like, a, like a playlist DJ or, 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 a, or a click DJ, they're going to set songs up, almost like when you're listening to music in iTunes, the whole song plays, and then it's quiet for a second, and then the next whole song right. plays. And so with, uh, with beat matching, you take songs that are uh, similar, and you allow the beats to sync up, so they become one song at the transition. Uh, I have a bad habit of running my transitions long. Um, it's just It's just kind of my style. I tend to run them a little bit longer. Um, I like the next song to sneak up on people. I don't like people to really know what's happening. I like that look when you can tell, you just tell that look on somebody's face when their ears are perked up a little bit and they're like, gosh, this sounds familiar, what is it? And then the song finally comes in and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the one, you know, that's what we've been waiting for. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it gets crazy.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, one of uh, one of the hard things is, is putting in, um, getting requests in, a lot of times people think that i'm trying to not put their requests on Mm -hmm. and it's like well no i'm thinking like five or six songs ahead and so somebody comes up and something it's not the right tempo i'm like man it's going to be about 30 minutes before i'm at a tempo and i'm trying as hard as i can and i'm like what song can i put in between these two that'll bridge you know or do i want to use an effect to make the transition um but I like I like slowly building the energy until it hits like a rise and then slowing it down for a slow song and then building it up and so you just kind of you just kind of go in waves and requests a lot of times can uh, can put a monkey wrench in that it's it's so important to get the customer requests on but you don't you don't want to be an ipod right if if somebody can be like hey play this song next and it's no problem chances are you're not really managing the flow so you know pro tip never ask a dj to play this song next because they've got the next 15 minutes of music planned out in their head at least you know you'd say hey can i get it on soon or you know i guess if you're paying the bill you know the party can be any way you yeah, want exactly. but but uh if you're if you're a guest and you come on and you say hey play my song next the dj's not going to hate you but they're just going to be like i wish i could explain to you that yeah. i can't play I had it that next, yesterday
1: ma'am. i had that yesterday he's like can i Joe next um, <laughs> right after you play right
0: after you played like another dance song
1: <laughs> right after i played like another group dance and so yeah we had to wait for a little bit but that's good advice <laughs> Yeah, people want
2: you to. People want you to uh, b- burn up uh, the cheesy wedding bangers like one after another, and yep. it's like, it's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I can put these five songs that we play at every wedding on back to back, but. What am I gonna do next? Like that's yeah. like that's twenty five minutes of music. Why don't we space these out a little bit? You know? Every now and again, one of my requests is or what one of the requests that I'm playing, it's not gonna hit because somebody that had no business requesting a song was like, I really like to hang out in my basement and listen to this. And so they're like, It's important <laughs> yeah, to me. Exactly. You know, it's not Play a that, dance no. song at all, but it's so important to them to put it on and you know, you see the sincerity and they're like, Everybody'll love it, right? And you're like <laughs> You're no like, okay, dude, I'm trusting you. You put it on and it bombs, right? That's that's when Cotton Eye Joe comes in, you know. You keep those, like, those are rescue songs, right? Rescue you can, us. you can, you can fix any wedding by throwing on Cotton Eye Joe or the Cupid Shuffle or all those songs that we're so tired of playing. But yep. uh, yeah,
0: who no. <laughs> recite that stuff at our house?
2: Yeah, some uh, some people have been uh, putting those songs on the do not playlist. And I always tell them that that's a bold move because you know I can tell them that it's uh, a forbidden play, right? But they're just gonna bother you. And I don't understand that. Like if the bride and groom say, I do not want the Cupid Shuffle played at my wedding. And then the bridesmaid comes up and says, hey, we gotta play the Cupid Shuffle. (laughs) And I'm like, that one's on the no-no list. And immediately they just go argue with the bride and groom. (laughs) And it's like, give them a break, guys. Like They're throwing this big expensive party so you can have a good time. And the one thing that they asked is, for the love of God, could we not listen to the Cupid Shuffle like every other wedding? And you and all your friends are just going to berate them the entire time. And guess who's playing the Cupid Shuffle 20 minutes from the first time it's asked? Because you're just tired of hearing about it after five people come up to you. So, So, yeah, I always tell them, like, if there's something in the top 200 most requested playlist and you just don't like that song, like, you better have a good reason to put it on the do not playlist because you're you're gonna have to repeat why, like, at
1: least a hundred times to all your guests. Just
0: put a sign up and say, These are the no no songs, do not ask me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I had one person no. say that they wanted them to like pay like the guests to pay if for like the typical like don't stop believing Cupid Shuffle because they hated those songs and they've heard it so much that they wanted to be paid, so they can, so the guests could listen to that song. <laughs> oh well, you that's
2: actually that. that's pretty, you know. And and, and and what was it? It was like it was like twenty bucks for "Don't Stop Believing" or yeah, something. Exactly. Like you want to hear that? That's 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 twenty. It goes, it goes in the, uh, <laughs> goes in the uh, honeymoon uh, fun? What is it when you do? Oh, the money dance mm. goes 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 in with whoever's
1: yeah. holding the money yeah. dance money. Exactly. So that's a good idea if you don't want to hear it. <laughs>
0: so, what are some of your like? fun things like the money dance or the auction of the garter or there's some things that a lot of brides don't even know that you can do like the shoe game or what what are some of your favorite type of activities that you can do during a wedding
2: um so the the shoe game is great make sure that you guys really read over that list of questions and think about who's going to be in attendance because mm-hmm. if your if your grandma thinks you know doesn't know that you guys have been staying together for the past <laughs> year and a half, then uh, then all of the questions about which side of the bed and everything are going to make her turn red. So uh, <laughs> I, don't <Little> like, <laughs> I don't like I don't like I I don't like picking the shoe game questions. I want to make sure that they're vetted. Yep. But I do love uh, I do love reading it off. It's a lot of fun. And you know, doesn't have to be a lot of questions, just a quick quick fun little thing. Um, anniversary dance is uh, is good, I try and do those a lot, and then I always make it a point to ask um, the people who won, you know, like, oh okay, you've been married for 54 years, what advice do you have to the bride and groom mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, stay married for 54 or more years? And uh, it's always the same advice, you know? The uh, the guys say learn how to say yes, dear, and and yeah. the women say don't go to bed angry. Uh, one time, a guy who's married for like sixty years, he just grabbed the mic from me. He's like, "Yeah, I got some advice. Don't get married," oh <laughs> and then walked off. And I was like, "Okay, it's a new one on me." <laughs> one on me. <laughs> <laughs> so if yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> So yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, make sure that you have an idea of of who the Centarians are in the audience and what they might have to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, it's like don't talk about divorce on a ceremony. Oh my god,
0: don't even right but, now. <laughs> Oh, did that happen
1: to you once? Yester-
0: it was yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, just talk to your efficient and just let them know to not talk about divorce divorce for your entire wedding ceremony but any other how how would you like people to contact you if if they want you know a cool a cool dj for their wedding and with all that you provide dj
0: a freaking awesome
1: dj yeah not not a cool (laughs) dj but a freaking awesome (laughs) dj that can bring some cool stuff to your wedding and make it an event to remember.
2: Uh, you know the the best way is to just uh, go to my website freakingawesome.com. dot um, It's in a little bit of disrepair. You see, I build websites for a living, and so so my website. I don't think the code's been updated uh, other than basic security updates in probably the past five years. But um, it's hanging on by a thread, and there's quite a bit of information, and there's a contact form there. And if you uh, if you drop your information into the contact form or you get a quote that puts you into my organization workflow and uh and chances are you know that's the best way uh people could text me or call me but uh i'm i'm a busy guy and it's a little bit easier to just have that into my uh what's it a crm my customer resources manager so that i can kind of check up on you and it's also a good way to kind of get an idea of prices i don't like to uh uh I don't like to hide my prices. I like people to understand what they're getting into. And so, you know, you're able to get a quote and you're able to kind of understand what goes in. There's some videos to watch. So I think uh, freakingawesome.com is a great resource for getting in touch with me.
0: Don't you have one of those really cool numbers where it's like, eight one one awesome, or something like that? Don't you have a really cool number like that?
2: So so yeah, I do, uh, my, um, I have the number 406-awesome. The problem is, Awesome, AWE starts 293, and that routes through Libby. And I found out that a lot of people people plan their weddings at their office when they're supposed to be working. And so they'll use their office phone to dial me. And if they don't dial one for the long distance, they can't get through. So that number's still on, and I check to see if I have messages on it every now and again. But uh, I pretty much use 406-259-3000. For uh, oh, all of my inquiries, <laughs> it's it's easy to remember. It doesn't spell awesome, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, I just like it like to make it easier for people to get a hold of me when they're you know yeah. pretending to work.
1: And if you if you're driving around Billings, and if you see um, awesome in the in the plate, awesome one or awesome two, and how many awesomes do you have? That's 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 Gary. <laughs> he, he customized his his plate too. So if you see that driving around, it's Gary. Honk at him. Yeah, but <laughs> if, if that
2: vehicle cut you off for some reason, I probably lent it to a friend that day because I'm kind of an aggressive yeah, so driver. It wasn't
1: Gary that day. <laughs> but awesome, Gary. Is there anything else that you would like to touch up on? Um, We got where people can contact you, and we know that you love weddings and are great at DJing as well. Anything else that you would love people to know about you and freaking awesome?
2: Uh, no, man. I mean, I think, I think we, uh, I think we hit on it all. Um, I, I would also like to put in a plug for 406 Memories. I've, uh, I've had, uh, Nico, uh, help me with, uh, DJing before and he's great at working a crowd. He's good on a mic building rapport and, uh, this kid knows how to mix too. So, uh, it's, uh, it's been fun.
0: Yay. I think that's something I've always appreciated about you is your really cool in the wedding industry business. Like you make a lot of connections with people that do DJing just like you. You don't make it a competition, which is which is really awesome. You have really good connections. So I think that's really cool. You're a good guy.
1: Yeah, Gary has helped us and me personally as well. So that's been really awesome. So if you need a really great DJ for your wedding, I would definitely recommend getting freaking awesome and then you know figuring out what they have to offer so yeah thank you again for sharing everything that we talked about gary it's been awesome chatting with you and having fun so thank you so much for tuning in to wet talk today i'm nico cordero
0: and i'm kayla have a freaking awesome day. <laughs>